is magical. Welcome to Magic Monday. I'm Tess Whitehurst, spiritual author and spiritual teacher. And I'm Natasha Levenger, energy healer, energy reader, and spiritual coach. And this is a podcast about all the ways we experience and use the magic of the universe in our everyday lives. Hello. Welcome, everyone. <laughs> so, um, yeah. so Mercury Direct yesterday, good news. Oh, yeah. Good news in the magical world. Mm-hmm. Um, we're recording it the day before, so I have not yet felt those effects, but I'm yeah, very we're much still looking forward to it. Right. I know. You're having some challenges Oof. right now. Yeah. It was a big week. One of the big, it, it was a lot of, a lot, a lot, a lot, a lot. But um, yeah, well, the big one is that my cat, one of our cats is missing, which is really upsetting. And it's funny because I always feel like um, as an animal communicator, I'm supposed to know exactly how to locate. <laughs> but, but I mean, I think the most important information that I – well, first of all, it's really hard to remain neutral when it's your own yeah. little baby. And um, – but – I mean, I am getting the information that he, well, we've been fostering a lot of kittens and he's been feeling a little displaced and which I didn't realize, you know, I kind of feel like a mom with like too many kids sometimes, like I never felt like this before, but that's what this situation makes me feel like, like where I am not taking care of him enough, but Brett assures me that like he's very independent, Keith. So I didn't really know to look into it, you know, like, Mm -hmm. I mean, he seemed fine with the kittens. Yeah. He really did. But, you know, I also didn't like take the time to really check in with him and see like, are you fine? So, but this is all, you know what? It really is like all about codependency, which is actually a theme this week, um, about like is it my responsibility to read his mind <laughs> you know oh yeah but then i feel bad i do feel responsible so it's i mean you know i'm going to talk about this on the energy report but taking that control back but anyway my information is that i really saw him like basically like putting a backpack on and running away from home yeah you know and- i feel like he's coming back is my sense I mean, I hope so. The problem is that he got lost on his travail. So it's like, it feels like a little kid who like, you know, was like, I'm leaving. And then like, took a left turn and was like, oh, no, where am I? You know? Yeah. So that does upset me. But it's really, it just really worked up yesterday. I mean, it was not just that yesterday. Was so many things. But um, but that was the big thing on top. So Anyway, I'm working through it, and we currently have – now, see, Keith wasn't aware of these extra two feral – we have another two feral kittens. Um, these ones are pretty feral, but they're becoming less so. Um, anyway, if you hear some crunching in the background, they may be <laughs> eating. <laughs> right before we started this, one of them pooped. Yeah, we might hear some litter box scratching mm-hmm. also. So that's that might be. They're so it, cute. These oh kittens. My God, they're so cute. They're so tiny and oh cute. My God, and fluffy, so fluffy. <laughs> and this little boy, like he hisses at you, and when you go to pick him up, he's like, no, no, and then you pick him up, and he just like lays in your arms. 
Oh, I love the sound of a kitten hissing. It's, it's so like such cute. a cute I little know. hiss. He thinks he's so <laughs> tough. And he is tough. He is tough. They're playing right now in this little crate. Anyway, that's what's happening with me. But you were saying that you felt that it wasn't so bad for you, this Mercury retrograde. I haven't. Well, yeah, I haven't been having that challenging of a Mercury retrograde. But I kind of feel like it's because I've been really embracing the things that I'm re-examining. Mm-hmm. Like I feel so like, yes, that's what we're doing. We're looking at the problems with my website today and they're becoming apparent. And so let's look at them. Like there's <laughs> been so much enthusiasm about yeah, it yeah. that I think I somehow have been really like surfing along with the waves of well, Mercury I felt retrograde. that way too until all of this external shit started happening where it mm. was like, uh, 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 and it really all happened all at once, like over a 24 hour period. So that was a lot to take. And you know what? I will just say one more thing about that, which I don't mean to be vague, but it's just like, it was mostly cat related, but um, also some like just other internal work, but but I realized yesterday I was like having a really hard time and I was doing, you know, all my tools, but I was like, it's not making everything instantly better like it usually does. And, uh, and Brett was like, well, you're dealing with like five stresses at once, you know? So I was like, oh, right. Like, I really need to be kind to myself. So I just went back to pure basics. I was telling you, like, just to my breath, like... You know, really going yeah. back to watching my breath, saying hello to myself in present time, and all of that because um, I'm I I mean I've been fortunate enough that the stuff that's come up, if it has been larger, it's just like one thing, you know. So then it does right. not to say that like inner child work or energy healing like fixes everything, so but it does like ease it up for me so much that it doesn't totally. feel overwhelming. But yesterday I felt overwhelmed. And then I started, I haven't felt that way. I was telling you since my daughter was born, since I first became a mother, which was such a big transition um, where I felt really over. So it's been like 14 years. (laughs) Well, and that's interesting that you compare it because you were like, is that Mercury retrograde? And how I was like, well, it's in cancer, which is the sign of the mother. That's right. And that is the mother. Yeah, yeah, that is interesting. And it was my mother's birthday yesterday. This all happened on her birthday. Oh, my God. It's crazy. And she died eight years ago tomorrow. Oh, wow. So it's like, yeah, it's a lot. Mother portal. Yes. Like a personal mother portal. It's actually a son in cancer, too. That is really interesting that I didn't put that together also because I was like looking at for the energy report. I was looking at, you know, what my clients had been dealing with that week. I was like, oh, there's a lot of mother stuff this week. Oh, interesting. (laughs) That's really interesting. It's all connected. Yeah. So anyway, I hope everyone's having a little bit of a less overwhelming time. But ultimately, it is good because I will... You know, it does actually feel good, like, oh, I am able, like, today's better, you know? And, like, knowing, oh, I can handle this, and you can have, like, hard days, and it doesn't mean, you know, it gives me, it doesn't mean, like, that I'm not able to support myself. Yeah. Yeah, you get to practice that, having compassion through those moments. 
I mean, it's really big compassion. I keep coming back to this thought about how feminine energy is so powerful and how we disregard it, like, for hundreds of years. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, because, yeah, compassion is really transformative. It can just make everything, it really can make everything feel okay if you can be compassionate towards yourself. Yeah. Yeah, that's huge. Yeah. I have been looking at that stuff too. So just uh, what we normally do at the beginning of the show is talk about the cards we drew last week. So we can start to weave those in now um, to see, you know, how that played out for our week. And last week we got, I drew Embrace the Shadow or Attend to the Shadow. So it was about shadow work. And then you got the uh, Ancestor Healing card. Oh, boy. My God. (laughs) Yeah. I didn't remember either of that. (laughs) so yeah you were experiencing both and then like with your mom I'm guessing maybe was kind of the relation to the ancestor thing I had um I did an Akashic clearing for myself I just pulled one program for myself Mm -hmm. and that was because I realized that I um have still have this um I mean I know I've talked about this on the podcast before but I I tapped into this energy that I get with time and responsibility it's like that capricorn sort of structure and discipline um thing that was like too much energy around it like mm. i i realized oh i i don't need to like have that much energy projected onto how harsh i'm gonna be with myself if i'm late for something like because it's like okay this is about my meditation or the, that i'm hosting on zoom or my web chat on tuesday where it's like i'm not going to be late for that like yeah. why do i have in the back of my mind this like punishing coach that's so harsh that you know i just kind of became aware more aware of that and i was like i don't need that anymore so i did a, an akashic clearing where i used my pendulum and my charts to find what the pattern or program is and i found it and then it was like okay when's this from and it was like the 50s Uh I was like okay was I a man or a woman because it was a past life sometimes they're past lives and it was a man and I was like I don't think I was a man in the 50s and then I realized it was ancestral it was my mom's dad like a pattern that he had that carried over into me that I was able to clear it. Like sometimes in Akashic clearings that happens, it's usually a past life or your present life. Yeah. But I was so interesting. I was like, oh, and I could feel it. I could feel like, yeah, that's wow. carried over. And I know that about him. I know he was like real intense on like, like he was an air traffic controller and I know he had a nervous uh. breakdown type of thing at some point because he was so like, oh, I can't, I can't, you know what I mean? Like, and I could feel like, oh, that's that energy of just like that getting overwhelmed by responsibility. Yeah. So yeah. I cleared it out. So that was cool. And then I remembered the cards that we drew. Oh, wow. That is cool. Yeah, I have that in my ancestry for sure. My mom, we had a joke in the family they would say, I, my mom's maiden name was Spiegel, and they said, we Spiegels, if we're not 15 minutes early, we're late. Oh, yeah. So there's a lot of, like, pressure. Right. And it's like, it's just, it was just funny. I, that's a thing that Akasha Clearing is good for is when it's like, wait, that, that doesn't even make sense to me. Like, that's not even me. Like, yeah. I don't need that charge. And where did that come from? Like, what trauma is that a reaction to? Yeah, you know? that's past life clearings are great for that, too. Yeah, But you know totally. what it reminds me of, actually, is Melissa, you know, your friend or In- mutual mm-hmm. friend, um, yeah. 
I'll call her a friend now. Um, <laughs> she does Jungian magic, and she was talking about how if there's something like that, some story about it, then you, like, I can't be late. Or if you're judging someone else, like, ugh, they're late, then you may have a you – you do have a story about it, like, for instance, it made me think, like, oh, people who are late all the time are – irresponsible and bad people like something mm, like make yeah. it real so then you turn that on yourself and you, and you think like oh I'm a bad person if I'm late you know like I'm an awful person so someone right. may be irresponsible I mean if you are late all the time I do think that's not nice to people but yeah. if it's like a trigger for you where it's like ugh where I might just say someone else might be annoyed like that's annoying like please don't do it someone else might be like they are awful you know (laughs) (laughs) yeah So it's really cool to look at it like that like oh I'm not saying in this case it is for you but um uh we should we really have to have I want her on the podcast so much because there's oh yeah well yes we'll get I'll I'll, yeah I'll contact her about because I did the she's if you sign up for her newsletter she does this gives you this free series where you can explore that and I was doing it yesterday and she was like someone that you're upset with and so the phrase for me was um they never think of anyone but themselves that was the main thing like all they do is think about themselves that was the how I felt about them and so people who only think about themselves are bad so then if I turn around on myself it's like oh I don't give myself the freedom to really own my space completely and to assert my like to say like oh no this is completely what I think about this does that oh, make sense? Yeah. Because yeah. Because people who take, quote unquote, take over, that's how it is in my mind. It's like a takeover. If you're going to come in and say what you think about something or declare yourself, like I'll just say with the inner child healing class, well, I'm going to talk about in a second. I had a lot, I had to clear out a lot of stuff to be like, I know I am an expert on this, but to come out and declare essentially to say, I'm an expert. So, you know, and I'm teaching this, which is, True. Again, I am an expert, but declaring it to say it to people brought up stuff like, well, I don't know if I want to. It just made me feel like, actually, it just made me feel very uncomfortable. Like, well, really, what comes up is my mother attacking me. But (laughs) first, for for owning my space, for declaring who I was. So when somebody else does that to me, even if they are doing it in a mean way, it's an extra trigger. Like, mm-hmm. so they do have their responsibility. But whereas if they did it to, I feel like I'm talking about Brett a lot, but if, but if they were to do it to Brett, he'd be like, well, I just don't want to be friends with them, you know? Yeah. But to me, yeah. it would be like, oh my God, you know? What I mean? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> How dare yeah. they? Because I have rejected the part of myself that's, that is standing up and being like, hey, no, I think this, and this is yeah. how I feel, you know? So yeah. You, so interesting. With my thing about time and responsibility, what I was afraid of is myself, because mm. that's, like, I mean, was it, it's not me, really, though. It's right. like, like you that's said, right. that takeover. It's not, that's why I was like, wait, I don't, does this even make sense to me? <gasps> but it was, like, that habit of just, like, oh, I'm going to punish myself so much. And <laughs> so it's all this extra energy where it's, like, 
wait, I am at home. I know I have a web chat at 630. I'm going to do that yeah. on time. Like yeah. there's no, I don't have to be like threatening myself all day in the back of my mind about it. Yeah, like it's planes that, aren't going to go down if you, <laughs> you are Yeah, like- even that, like, yeah, even that, like, what if I did forget? You know what? Even that would be okay. Yeah. And it was like what we were talking to Tanya about that anticipatory stress, how she said empaths have that a lot. Yes. So there's that too. And I'm sure my... My maternal grandfather was an empath. I think that was mm. part of his problem and why he was an alcoholic and stuff too because he was a man like in World War II who was an empath. Like oh, how, how could you, you know what I mean? Well, that's interesting because my dad's an empath and he is so, he had to basically, I mean, the only way he can live in his own mind is to just cut everything out. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. That generation yeah. for men. Yeah, That's sad. I mean, and and no even tools. but even just, women, yeah. men and women. Oh yeah. So yeah, I think like it's really lucky all the all the tools and wisdom that came down to us after the baby boomers started the whole hippie movement. <laughs> you know, and, like it's like the evolution of that really gave us a lot of gifts as Generation yeah. Xers and millennials. And even that, yeah, it just gets better and better and better for people. Like right now, we're in a huge stage of uh, unearth, like upending masculinity as we've seen toxic masculinity. Yeah, and it's been a progression. It's interesting to notice that, like to think about that, that this has been moving toward generation by generation. We've been building toward this. Um, Um, Okay, okay, real quick. Yeah, our friend Melissa. Her Instagram is new. It's Real Magic Mystery School. It's at Real Magic Mystery School. And what's her website, Natasha? I don't remember. I'm sorry. But we'll find it. And Oh, that's funny. Put it I in the show notes. Just actually, email me the second so I can see. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I think it is realmagicmysteryschool.com. That sounds right mm-hmm. to me. Yeah. yeah, it's okay. So I mean, you that's get where you can a sign lot up. from that free little thing by signing up for a course. Melissa is so magical and so smart. It really like I love that Jungian stuff. Um. Okay. So should we talk about who we're sponsored by today? Yes. Okay. We're sponsored by me. <laughs> um, so basically so I'm doing I am launching my inner child healing class on Wednesday well actually Wednesday night at 8 p.m. is when I open registration and it'll, the it'll be open for a week until the uh, shoot I think the 22nd and then the class starts on the 23rd and so the web and I'm I'm having a free webinar to um you know, just give you a little taste about it. And we're going to be updating soul um, parent contracts. So I'll be talking about all about what are energy contracts, um, why parent contracts are so important to update and going into all that. And then I'll be talking about my class. And then we're going to do a um, a guided meditation where we go. We're going to meet with Ascended Masters. They're so powerful. I did it just to, I also did this meditation to record it so that people who took my class and couldn't do the webinar could get it. And I I felt like so, I was like vibrating afterwards (laughs) for the next day. I was like, oh, I feel so much better. Um, But anyway, and then, well, yeah, and I'll be showing you via meditation how to update your own contracts. 
with your parents. Um, because when you update that contract with your parent, it really frees you up to be a better loving inner parent. And it also helps you. I mean, it depends how much you go into it, but it can help you to know what you want and what you don't want and how you can love yourself better. It can really, it can free you up a lot. And then the inner child healing class, we're going to be really delving into becoming our loving parent and finding more and more ways to make that more of our lives. Because a lot of times people are either only the inner child or the inner critic. So making that a big part of our lives to be teaching how to communicate with your inner child, both with the inner parent and your higher self. We'll be meeting our higher selves, learning about that realm. It's pretty great. It sounds so great. You guys are going to love it. You should definitely sign up for those. Thank you. Yeah, it's going to be pretty transformative. So, <clears throat> excuse me, if you want to know about that, you can either um, just sign up for my newsletter. I'll be sending out stuff. I, also, I'll be sending out stuff all week with helpful stuff, um, helpful tools for healing your inner child. And um, or you can also go to my Instagram, Highest Light Healing, where I have a link in my bio. So I think that's it. Yeah. And the webinar is this Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. This is more of your mother portal, too, because you're being a mother to all these inner children. Yeah, that's nice. I mean, I do think that's part of my mission is, learning, yeah. is helping people mother themselves better. Because that's one big thing I've learned in this lifetime. Yeah. yeah. Um, and another way you can help the podcast. Is this what we talk about here? Well, I don't think we usually we could. do. But you know what? Why don't you review us on Apple Podcasts? You know, we love it. Head on over, yeah. put some stars in there. <laughs> five, five, preferably. Five, yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> Write a review. It's been a while, so it'd be really great. Not to guilt you. Not, I just turned into old mother. We could guilt them. Oh, okay. I'll we give you, you these do. podcasts for free every week. <laughs> what do you do? <laughs> right, right, exactly. What He's are you listening. doing anyway? <laughs> Um, okay. So, oh, are we going to answer? I think we have one question this week. I have to find it. Hold on. Oh, yeah. And while I'm looking for it, if you would like to ask us a question to answer on the podcast, you can go to magicmondaypodcast.com. Maybe we should make it a larger button because it's kind of tiny at the top. Ask sure. I can do that. Oh, great. <laughs> ask and you shall receive okie dokie so this is from Rita who says she has heard people saying that our souls chose to be here at this time for the global transformation do you feel this applies to the people that are unaware of what is happening on a big scale or those who are actively resisting it so um, when we were thinking about this I think we were I'd like to hear what you have to say about it. Oh, first, yeah. And then oh you want me to start? Yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> so with stuff like this, it, like I like this paradigm of we chose to be here because we're supporting human evolution and we're bringing in all this light and we're anchoring this new consciousness. And I think it's really useful and helpful for us as light workers to have that paradigm. And then as far as taking things a step further and saying like, no, really, literally, did this literally happen? Did we literally choose this? And then if so, what about all the other souls? Like that's not really a way that I look at spiritual dynamics or concepts or paradigms because to me it's – I look for what is helpful 
what feels right, what can, what do I connect with? And that to me, there, having like a, um, a sort of an idea of like, this is real and this is not, isn't even really a real thing. <laughs> like it's like the mean, way, con- okay, well, so the concept of reality, oh, oh, the, the concept of reality as like the scientific yes or no, oh, I, don't, yeah. I don't think it applies to spirituality. I feel like it's a creative way of interacting with this mysterious experience we're having that may be a dream, that may be a simulation, <laughs> you know, we really don't know. So um, so my answer to that would be, I don't know. Hmm. That's why. <laughs> you were like, this whole thing. And ultimately, I don't know. Yes. So not I feel, yeah. Go ahead. I'm just in general with questions like that, I feel like I want to say, like, is it like, is there literally a consciousness that is an angel? And do they have, you know, like stuff like that? Like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I know that it feels powerful to me to connect with that. Do I know for sure that that's real? No. And I also don't know what real means. So, okay. <laughs> go on. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You're, I feel like you're extra light today, which I really need because I feel, uh, I feel heavier than usual. I love it. Okay. Um, good. Yeah, I do feel it that way. Yeah. That's nice. That's probably why you didn't get my text yesterday. <laughs> oh, we were on different <laughs> planes. Yeah. I was thinking that. I was like, as I said, Tess a desperate text yesterday. And then she sent me one hours later that it was clear she never received that other text. Um, and I was like, oh, boy, I'm really on a different plane than today, <laughs> clearly. That's okay. That's okay. Um, may I be kind to myself? Um, so uh, I feel like what you just said we could say about everything, right? We don't, right. We don't yes. know anything. <laughs> right. Yes. Am I really we talking don't to dead people? I don't know. I mean, it certainly seems like it based on you know information i get but maybe right. who knows what the hell is actually happening um, yeah and it's useful and helpful right exactly that's, that's important. all that really matters yeah like yeah and <laughs> i'm about to say something that's gonna make me sound make me really anyone who's scientifically minded not want to hear anything else i have to say but i was gonna say like (laughs) okay we do know that two plus two equals four according to our language because it's very you know um solid and provable um but also it helps us ultimately the real reason why it matters is it helps us make sense of numbers you know helps organize our life in some way Mm -hmm. so even though we can't actually prove in a court of law or with scientific theory the work we do, um, right. Do, do we feel better? You know, that's what right. matters. Like, yeah. Say you could go to one, um, reader who makes you feel like crap. And then it's, that doesn't mean what, well, it does. That's important to listen to. So don't go to that reader anymore. Am I st- yeah. not making sense anymore? But like, no. if you go to someone else, either way, you can't define it, what they do, someone else who makes you feel good. But the important thing is, do you feel better? Yeah. Okay. But I do believe (laughs) in my belief system, based especially on the webinar I'm about to do about contracts, like, yes, I believe that people came here, even if they, I mean, most of us are not aware of what we wrote in our contracts. I mean, most of us have no idea what our mission was when we came here on earth, which I believe we all did have one. 
That's my belief. Um, so yeah, I think that everybody comes here to learn certain things. And I think that they're, that we're going through an, an hugely transformative time here on earth. And I think to some degree, even though I don't believe in telling the future, I believe that there was some idea of where the energy was going. Um, and that people had an idea. I mean, I don't think maybe exactly. It's kind of like now, if I can see the energy, say, for the week ahead, I don't know specifics, but I get an idea of where mm -hmm. the energy's going. Now, who knows? Maybe something surprised. It came in as a surprise before our contracts were, you know, after our contracts were made. I believe that's possible, too. You know, like, maybe... Um, we didn't know quite how quickly everything was going to change. Like maybe mm -hmm. the virus, for instance, sped up or, and, you know, there, that was not expected. But anyway, that's, that's basically what I believe that generally speaking, people had an idea. And that's also another good reason, by the way, to update your contracts, because it helps you be more in line with the energy of the moment, you know, so you can just intend to update a contract without mm -hmm. going into a whole meditative space, you can skip the webinar. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but you can just um, energetically be like, oh, I, I don't even know what it is, but I intend to update it for my highest good in present time. You can do that. Yeah. Um, so, yeah. Did I answer that? Yeah. Well, I mean, I think that I just want to add that even though I am saying I don't know, I do know that the work that we do, the spiritual work that we do, that we talk about on this podcast, it helps us to realize and claim our power within whatever this is, whatever this is, experience, this dreamlike reality is that we're all in, that we call life. Um, we do have a lot of power that that we can tap into mm -hmm. and through our intention, like you're saying, with updating contracts or mm -hmm. with doing a spell or changing a belief. And that's mm -hmm. something that we are not taught in school and not all of us are taught that by our parents. So to continually remind ourselves of that and play with it and practice it, that's what we're doing. Yeah. That's interesting that you're going to talk that you just said that about power because that's what I'm going to talk about. Next. The energy report. Oh, right. Which I guess I can start right now. Yes, let's segue that, into it. Okay. So it's time for the energy report. Okay. So, yeah. So talking about power, what I'm really noticing. So the energy report is the trend I'm noticing for the week ahead, plus um, what I've seen with my clients and myself this week. Um. So what I'm noticing is is this theme around control and power, for one. Um, wanting more control in our lives, I've noticed specifically from other people in terms of who I'm seeing, um, it kind of codependency again a little bit. Um, people wanting more control, wanting to get out of controlling dynamics, and also just globally, a lot of control, a lot of black and white, a lot of... Um, 
push-pull between one side or another side, you know, power dynamics. Yeah. So that really has been a big theme kind of affecting everybody. But when it affects everyone globally, it's going to be affecting you personally, you know, and also I don't whether or not you're involved in politics or the well, you can't help but be involved in the pandemic. But, um, you know, being worried <laughs> I, about the pandemic. I'm opting out of that one. <laughs> well, some people <laughs> Not actually, my thing. I'm not into it. I mean, some people are doing that. <laughs> and that's another way of control. Oh, right. Wanting control. Like, no, I don't right. want I don't want this to have control over me. I'm opting out, you know. Right. Um. So that's a really big thing. And it is interesting before we were talking about the mother dynamic, which has come in to this too. So turning this on your on yourself and becoming your own really loving mother. Um, so but so what my suggestion for the week in terms of dealing with this is one coming back to basics, coming back to yourself, however that is. So like I was talking about before, I really had to come back just to the very basics, which is the breath. If I I was really in a power struggle with my cat who was missing, like so obsessed about wanting to control his return, which I do want him to return. Of course. But when I'm in a like, oh my God, you know, really only focused on that, I could feel my third chakra hurting, my stomach hurting, you know? Yeah. I had to be able to let go of control also to give him the freedom energetically to make his own moves you know because yeah. it really is powerful the way when you're say you're dealing with a human and you're trying to control them they feel it and when you let go of control I mean how many times in your life has it ever been where it's like you let go of worrying about somebody who's going to call you back say and then you let oh, go right. and then they call you you yeah. know people totally. feel that totally and Keith my cat feels that too so I'm letting go of control and some and so you have to come keep coming back so my favorite way for letting go of control is the Sedona method and yeah. just coming back first coming back to the breath and saying can I first welcome this need for control just allow it to be there not try to do anything with it or to it just can I allow this need for control to be there and just doing that will loosen it up and then saying, can I let go of the need for control even a little bit as best as I can? And then just keep doing that. And you may notice that your third chakra, this place above your belly button, starts to start to loosen up. And then you can put a little light in there. Just wash it out with some gold light. Imagine any cords that are in there releasing. Send it back to whoever or take it back if you're the one doing it. Um, so those two things are really good. Just can I welcome the need for control and then can I let go even just a little bit and then fill up with cold light. And then the last thing I'll say is also just your heart be when you're in a real power dynamic like that, it's really, it's kind of, it's a more subtle way of beating yourself up, like beating your heart up because you're, yeah. There's always some pictures underneath that of you need that control or you're not okay. Or if this person doesn't love me back, I'm not okay. Or if Keith doesn't come home, I'm not going to be okay. You know, I'll, I'll right. lose or whatever it is. So I need I needed a lot of self-compassion yesterday. And again, 
self-compassion so powerful. So really, I had to just, that's when I had to slow down all, everything to just my breath and just give myself love. How, well, however best that is for you, that might just be, <laughs> you know, what's funny is how I used to talk about listening to Dave Ramsey, and I didn't know why he's a financial expert. I didn't know why that calmed me. And I think it may be because it's just like so out of any drama. And it's also just like numbers, numbers, numbers. Like you can't argue with numbers. It's just like, okay. So just do it. I started listening to him yesterday. I was like, okay, I feel a little better. So whatever. Hey, grounding. It is. It's what? grounding for you. Grounding. It's really for you. grounding. Yeah. yeah. And like, or listen to something funny or dance, however you need to take care of yourself, like to lighten up your system, do that because that will help your heart chakra and be kind to yourself. So that's the energy report. Okay, nice. I feel like it matches with practical magic and it is time for practical magic. Okay, so this week we have Mercury Direct, and now um, for Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, we have the moon in Taurus, and the moon is waning, so we're moving toward the new moon, so the, the moon is, the energies are diminishing. So when I was tuning in for what we could do magically this week, I kept seeing a pyrite, mm. a pyrite crystal, and... Um, and so I look deeply at how we can work with that magically. And here's a little ritual we can do. So on Tuesday, ideally Tuesday, but Wednesday, Thursday will also work. Take a pyrite, empower it in sunlight. So hold it in sunlight and say, I am releasing everything that no longer serves me. And I am locking into the vibration of prosperity now. Mm. I am lucky. I am abundant. I am rich. Mm. Like it. Yeah, it just feels right this week. It's like we're clearing, but then we're anchoring. And that's what I meant by I felt like that pyrite, also even the Dave Ramsey, like that comforting yeah. groundedness of yeah. linking to the earth and feeling yes. supported and nourished and mm-hmm. remembering like we can lock in to that vibration of prosperity. We can set that intention. So I'll say it one more time and I'll also put it in the show notes. I am releasing everything that no longer serves me. And I am locking into the vibration of prosperity now. I am lucky. I am abundant. I am rich. So then carry, uh, carry or wear. You could wear the pyrite if it's a crystal, like a, a crystal necklace. Or you could carry it every day until the new moon. The new moon's on the 20th. And you can sleep with it next to your bed. And then in the morning, as soon as you wake up, hold it in your hand and repeat that spoken charm. So that's the magic for this week. That's great. Yeah, that is funny that I mentioned Dave Ramsey. (laughs) Yeah, because it even feels like it's not necessarily like, oh, it's time to draw money this week. It just feels like locking into that that prosperity vibration is really healing for us this week. Yeah. It's funny when you said it was grounding because it's true, like, when he talks about having a budget, it's like, yeah. Budget. Yeah. Like, <laughs> a budget. That feels good. Brown. Yeah, I know. Like, I like him too. Yeah. I, like, I, mean, I mean, I don't listen to him, but I've, I've read his books. Oh, you have? Yeah. At least one of them. Yeah. You're such a reader. I'm not surprised. Mm-hmm. 
Um, okie dokie. So, should we do our housekeeping? Yes. Okay. So, you can find us at magicmondaypodcast.com. Ask us a question there. Um, you can find us on Facebook at Magic Monday Pod. And we have a page for listeners, Magic Monday Podcast listeners. And that's a nice little group. You can you know, ask questions in there too of each other. And you can find me at highestlighthealing.com and on Instagram at highestlighthealing. And you can find me at tesswhitehurst.com. That's where I have free rituals and meditations and inspiration. And you can find me on Instagram at tess4444, on Twitter at tesswhitehurst, on Facebook at author, and on YouTube at tesswhitehurst. Great. All righty. So shall we pick our cards for the week? Yeah. What are you reading from this week? Well, um, I'm once again reading from the Starseed Oracle because I forgot to bring something else down here, but I do love this deck. Um, I am reading from the Star Tarot. So oh, we got a theme. okay. And I drew the star. You did? <laughs> That's yeah. great. <laughs> I'm really happy about that. I thought that's too. my favorite card, of course. I'm it's also, a great I'm, card. I'm an Aquarius, it's, and that's my card. It's so pretty, too, in the Star Tarot. This is by Kathy McClellan, and she did the artwork and the book. Ah, Look how pretty so it is. Pretty. Yeah. So what is she? she? I love what she writes, too. So you guys, many of you know the star, but this is – um. I'm not going to read all of this because it's long, but she says, with the aftermath of the tower, one will feel a little torn apart. The star is the calm after the storm. It offers peace, hope, and rest. One's life is cycling all the time. Your mind and body and emotions are always fluctuating and stretching, asking or taking you to dark corners and then to the doorway of light. The star key is the guiding light that one seeks out during dark times. You are now looking for a deeper meaning in life. You are searching for your truth. You are looking for peace of mind. The star's number is 17, the number of dreaming, promise, perception, and imagination. It brings spiritual evolution by finding your true self, the treasure within your heart. I love it. Yeah, so just to summarize, there's also guidance, wholeness, inspiration, focus on your path, understanding your destiny and the universal plan, and connecting with the stars, meditating, getting quiet, and just like it's the star has this sort of like liquid diamond white nourishing, um, creative, yeah, you know, it's great, nurturing sort of energy. Mm-hmm. Well, I picked weight of the world, which is perfect because <laughs> it's basically the codependency <laughs> card. It says boundaries, let it go. It's not yours to carry. Oh, yeah. It says you don't need to carry it all. You're no good to anyone if you're running on empty and bogged down by the weight of the world. This card is a reminder to look after your own well-being before anyone else's. I mean, this is exactly what we were yeah. saying. To stop carrying the world's problems on your shoulders, put your own oxygen mask on first. Um in these changing times, it's hard not to feel overwhelmed by the state of the planet. However, you can't take on its problems from a place of energetic depletion. This card is thanking you for caring so much. You want to build a better world and ease the road for others, and that's incredible. But the way you've been doing it 
doing so is likely unsustainable. This isn't to say you should switch off to the world's problems and become unconscious. Rather, it's a call to establish clear boundaries so you're not constantly taken out energetically. The planet needs you to be healthy both physically and emotionally. I'm just going to finish it because it's so... So instead of digesting the news or reaching for your phone as soon as you wake up, show up first in a nourishing practice such as meditation, soul inquiry, deep breathing, or exercising in nature. Once you're in a state of grace and your inner well is full, you can face the day, the state of the world, and care for others. And at the day's end, take an energetic shower by emptying out anything that's not yours to carry. You can pick it up again the next morning if you choose, but give yourself time and space to rejuvenate and rest. I feel like that's everything we say all the time. And yeah, I'm glad that rest was brought up because I keep hearing that um, like Molly McCord was talking a lot about rest this week. Oh, yeah. Well, I didn't hear this week, but I heard her talking about rest and it came up in my card reading for Uh, the new uh, the full moon to the new moon was mm-hmm. that we it's really important for us to rest yeah i've been hearing that a lot about july is kind of bananas so to just rest rest like really nurture yourself and anyway yeah if you have to come back to that breathing just nourish 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 take back your energy yeah and i like that message along with the star from the tarot because it is that like when you rest you are opening up to that rejuvenating flow of like starlight yeah, to who you really are. You are yeah. that star. You are that star. All right. And with that, <laughs> <laughs> thanks for listening, everybody. We appreciate you. We love you. Bye. Do I know for sure that that's real? No, and I also don't know what real means.